0: Hello, it's Dr. Donna, and welcome to another episode of my podcast. Today, I want to talk more about how men and women overgive in different ways. Now, overgiving is different from people-pleasing, which I've discussed in a prior podcast. Now, they're both trauma-related, and so people-pleasers want the approval of others. Now, overgivers want their own approval, and that is the result of trauma. Sometimes, not feeling good enough, or you know, not being able to forgive oneself. Um, people will tend to overgive. Now, when it comes to men and women, men and women overgive for different reasons, for the most part. Even though the root is often trauma related, but also there's these social constructs that come into play when it comes to why men and women overgive differently. I'm going to start with men because it's easier. Probably, more than likely, I would say the majority of overgivers are women because by nature, women are taught to over give, to be there, to be supportive. But men, they overgive in a way to prove often masculinity, and to prove that they're a good provider and that they're successful. And so they overgive, and that ties into how they get self approval. They realize that whoa, if I can, you know, totally support my family, I'm I'm a man. I'm successful. Um, giving, if I can, you know, pay for our, the dinners, it's like, I'm a great provider, I have a good salary, I make good money. Um, So men overgive a lot of ways that are financially related. And sadly, in our society, finances are tied to men, and me, men need to make more than women, and You know, you can't be masculine if your female partner makes more. I hear this stuff from clients. So I'm not just saying stereotypical stuff. I hear this from my clients. And my clients are great people. They're smart people. They're aware people. um, They live in the world. They're professionals. But there are these beliefs that we carry in our world. And, you know, I never wanted to admit to how many differences there were between men and women. And I guess I was in my own denial because I just wanted to see people and see the spirit and see the soul. And yes, there are some obvious things that are different between men and women, but we are affected differently in so many ways. And if we're ever going to break down gender barriers, we have to acknowledge the differences and why they exist. And the social construct for men is to be successful, have a lot of money, provide, um, you, you know, be able to spend and show wealth, show success. And they feel like, whoa, if I can do that, you know, that's great, but if I can overgive and and, you know, even help other people I'm really a successful man. And you know there's there's a self-esteem thing I think for any of us when we can't help the people that we love. And especially, you know, your family, your kids, and it weighs so much and we hear this noise. I I spend a lot of time online purposely so that I could understand personalities and people and how they think and you know so I'm all over different posts and just to understand where people are coming from and I see that a lot and I see where even to this day women are expecting men to make the most money and to provide or they're not living up to a level and so there's this pressure of men to have a great job and all of these things will allow them if they have a great job and they're successful to have a lot of money to over give to over you know shower with gifts and pay for the dinners and pay for the vacations and overextend their time at work so that they can make more money and be even more successful so that's how men overextend financially and time wise and it isn't from a nurturing point if you like they don't have the pressure to nurture as much as women do but they have this pressure this pressure to provide and it could become extreme and a man could become hard on themselves if they don't feel like they're providing enough it can affect their self-esteem and for men who have gone through trauma and sadly men don't get to talk about their trauma they're learning to get comfortable with talking about trauma um over time, it will be better. Hopefully, their trauma causes them to overgive to get approval from themselves and probably some approval from society and and women. But really, they're being hard on themselves, and that's what overgiving is: is being hard on oneself and having extreme expectations through giving, whether it's time, money, you name it. And that is how men overgive. Now, let's discuss women. We are socially conditioned to be nurturers and fixers and compassionate and empathy. And and when a woman isn't all those things, we start calling her masculine. You see how these stereotypes are disturbing and how we act like men aren't compassionate and have empathy and they do. and we don't get caught up in a man's emotions but if a woman isn't nurturing it's like something's wrong with her she's masculine she's got issues you know there's a lot of judgment on women and there's a lot of pressure in so many ways for women to be everything so you don't just get to you you know be a receiver or you know be a, a provider you have to do it all you have to be you know overgive as a mother you know do all the activities do all the time be super mom no matter how many kids you have cook clean and work a job we know that often it takes two people to run a household and then you know you got to be happy through the whole process and you know I always think about the mommy wars how Sadly, some women will judge other women who don't seem to love every moment of being a mom or their life. And all of a sudden a woman is called not being grateful. And you know, she's failing. And so there are women who will have people pleasing tendencies and and you can be an overgiver and a people pleaser, although I focus a lot on the overgiving because about healing oneself and making peace with oneself and forgiving oneself and accepting oneself and and that takes you know addressing overgiving so a woman will overgive in every way to their partner to how they maintain the home being successful at work being there for the kids um, trying to make all of the The games and the ballet or whatever the kids are doing and even the school pta stuff i i hear it you know so i'm not just making this up i hear these stories and you know sadly you know women are breaking down and they're supposed to smile the whole time so they're overgiving in every way and trying to keep everybody happy i believe that a lot of women are going to be um, compassionate rescuer archetype they're going to be fixers they're in the driver's seat they're fixing it for everybody and you, you know there's this if I don't do it I'm not worthy mindset so there's all this social expectation of what a woman should do and who she should be and she's got to meet other people's expectations her family's expectations and then her own. And if she doesn't feel like she's meeting other people, she won't feel like she's worthy or good enough. And I hear these things. it's, It's amazing. You know, there's a lot of women who work full time and take care of the kids and do the majority care of the children. And they're wanting to be perfect. Women often struggle from perfectionism in a way of nurturing everybody else versus men want to be perfect on the job and successful in that way more than anything and so for women she's wearing many hats and she's expected to love all of it or she's not being a good wife mother person um, something's wrong with her and so a woman's overgiving can be very emotionally tied very extreme you you know there to save the day and you know also i think that a lot of women will be the enchanting saviors they will help sometimes they can't they don't have time to just be in the driver's seat and fix everybody's life but they will help quite a bit um i feel like very few women will get to the point of being a prolific rebel where they go i'm just sick of everybody's nonsense and you know it's about me now it's a hard thing because there's going to be guilt tied to that and so when it comes to overgiving, men are more of the social construct of what men should be from a non-emotional standpoint and women are very much the social construct of an extreme emotional standpoint and both genders are hard on themselves but, yeah, the majority of overgivers are women, and that's why, like my membership community focuses more on women because I can relate to that more. I understand that more. and you know, my courses are open to both men and women, but when it comes to an intimate com- membership community, it's women discussing their issues and working it out and healing together as a group. and I'm not someone who isolates men because I do coach men I do readings for men and I like to I like learning from them I like the awareness but it also reminds me of our differences and I have to honor that I didn't want to honor that for the longest because I didn't want to see the difference I wanted to go with pain is pain and hurt is hurt and trauma is trauma but it isn't that simple it's all complex in so many ways and you know there are subtle stereotypes I look back on how I raised my son and I think you know I was young so I definitely was caught up in some of the gender roles and if I was a mom now I probably wouldn't be um, caught up in those things but at the time yeah it's like okay you know I let his father kind of dictates with helping with raising him and I look at those stereotypes and a lot of people are still dealing with that. And, and now we have this social thing where we're like, what is a man and what is a woman? And all it is doing is hurting us and making us stressful and making us crazy and questioning each other instead of understanding that there is this human experience that we all share. And so I want to honor the human experience, but I want to be Awake enough to say yes. The gender roles are coming into play. Whether I agree with all of it or not, I don't like stereotyping people. I like to just see them as human beings. But I notice from doing this work, I help no one if I don't get honest about the different ways that we are affected and gender expectations as one, and especially for women. It runs deep for us to be nurturers and the guilt that comes with it when we don't nurture is intense. So I wanted to discuss some of the differences of how men and women overgive. There will be many more discussions on overgiving. This is a topic that I was called to do because I'm an overgiver in recovery and I've had a lot of clients who are overgivers and I try to get them into recovery because everyone deserves to live life in balance whether you're a male or female.